Welcome to another episode of the Right Side Up Leadership Podcast. I'm David Bloom, and I'm with Alan, my co-host. And Alan has some big news. And so, Alan, do you want to share with us? I'm pregnant. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Um, I have actually gone full-time for Stay Forth Designs with leadership development. And so that looks like writing, speaking, coaching, and consulting. And so uh, kind of a crazy but really exciting season because we just love doing this so much. And uh, it's been a process. My wife and I are fully on board, but um, truthfully, it just didn't happen like we had imagined. And it wasn't an easy transition. It was one where we really had to pray hard and discern and decide it, what was next. And then secondly, can we make the jump financially? It's just not an easy thing to be able to make this kind of jump, to be able to do it full time. And um, admired a lot of people who have, and I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs and leaders that make what they call the jump. So we've officially made the jump and we're kind of feeling all the emotions uh, on the whole spectrum. And uh, we just wanted to share that with you guys today. So take us through how you got to this point. How did you get here with Stay Forth? So several years ago, I started coaching leaders and really didn't know it, but I would never look back. I mean, just fell in love with coaching leaders, pulling the best out of them, help them become who God has uniquely designed them to be. And that led to some consulting with different churches and teams and organizations. Um, as I began to write books, I got opportunities to speak in other places. And I realized I'm not just a speaker guy. I don't just want to stand on the stage, although I love that. I want to dig in. I want to spend time with that team. I want to encourage that leader and sort of coach that leader. And so when I go on a trip, I mean, I come home tired because I want to add as much value as possible and not just eat good food and not just see the sights in, in that town or that city, but to truthfully like dig as deep as possible in those few days with the team. And so got more and more opportunities to kind of mix coaching and consulting with speaking. And then of course we launched this podcast and I love learning from amazing leaders. So I feel like you and I, David, get the best of what the leaders talk about. We get to have these conversations and kind of like free consulting some days. Um, and so I just love that we've launched into experiences. We did the Phoenix fill up. We have ladies one coming up uh, in the fall called the Rocky Mountain Renewal that we're really excited about. And so as these things have come out, other people have said things like, man, how do you do it all? And truthfully, it was braided so closely together with both my pastoral ministry and the ministry around church planners and equipping church planners, which I've done here in the city for about nine years. And um, we just sensed that only so long could we continue to balance all these things and kind of braid these different strands of calling and vocation together. And uh, actually about a year ago, uh, I went on a trip, was at a conference and was then equipping some leaders. I stayed afterwards and was speaking and realized this is so much of where our heart lies. And so Julie and I had discerning conversations. We actually stepped back um, that that fall and um, and did a little bit less time at the church and focused more on this. So truthfully, we've been moving this direction mm -hmm. for a while. Um, and man, it's it's been a hard decision uh, to be able to do that. We've pastored for 13 years among the same congregation in the same city, developing some of the same networks. But we just feel so called to the health and longevity of leaders that we just feel like it's a crucial moment, David. We can't look the other way and see that we're having such an impact with leaders. We want to have more and more impact with more and more people. Uh, and we just feel like the time is right 
for the jump. And um, obviously the stretch is real. Financially, yeah. we got four kids and life is not cheap in this season, but we don't want to look back someday uh, on our deathbed and said, we wish we would have paid more attention to this. Uh, and so truthfully, man, it is a big risk, um, but we are terrified. The word terrifying and excited yeah. Yeah. and man, we're feeling all those emotions. <clears throat> Well, and so for you, it's full-time coaching, consulting, experiences, um, teaching. But let's talk a little bit about the thing behind the thing. You are focusing on leaders getting healthy, not just leaders getting better, more proficient, um, better results, kind of 10-step guides to be the best, most effective leader uh, that they can be, but you're going after the hearts of leaders. You're going after their health, their longevity, helping them get their weekends back. What spurred that on? Why are you so passionate about leaders finding health again? I realized we were filling in holes when I would write a book on a particular topic and people would reach out and sort of looking for the silver bullet or the solution that of course we all do. We want best practices. But what I realized was they could do all these silver bullet kind of ideas or activities. They could figure it out in their context, but unless they have the sustainability and longevity to stay and do that for the long haul. It's just not going to take, it's just not going to work. And secondly, I think getting under the surface and having campfire conversations, coffee conversations, coaching conversations with enough leaders, I realized there are things that leaders want to talk about with me and with those who, who coach, with those who have that kind of window into their soul that they literally don't feel like they can talk to another human about. And so our passion level just continued to rise um, as a team. And so we've got a team uh, around us at Stay Forth Designs, which is amazing. We just uh, have our ninth person coming on the team. We have a new coach and uh, we're so excited to continue to scale and build for the future. Um, But everybody else is side hustling, which is awesome because they're in the trenches. uh, They continue to learn and they are practitioners um, just staying sharp every week because they're in it. And so for me, this was really a big change as well. The thing about, I kind of always thought at some level, I'd be doing this as a side hustle and yeah, I'll continue to you know speak and teach and preach at different places. Um, but was a huge jump to just say, you know what, this is actually going to be what I spend my very best hours mm. um, each week during the work week doing. And um, man, when we see people win at home and get their weekends back and get, some of their sanity back, their vacations back, and really their souls back in many ways, the whole family wins. And then we see their kids getting more time with their mom or their dad. We see their spouse getting more time with their wife or their husband. We see them growing as a human and as a disciple. We watch huge gains, of course, happen at work. And of course, in their team, their organization, their church, their company, their business. I mean, it is incredible to watch when you water the roots, eventually, you're going to see fruit. And um, we talk about health and impact all the time. We're going to keep beating that drum. It's about getting healthy. And whenever you get healthy, impact always grows on those trees. So man, we love hearing those stories. Yeah. You mentioned um, team and obviously I'm on the team uh, with the podcast, but I'm also a coach and consultant. My wife is on the team helping with video creation and content development in that way. Um, Julie's on the team, but, but talk more about team first. What's the, what's the why behind team? Why is team important? And then how did that develop as you continued in this process of, of developing stay forth? I've always been fascinated by teams and I love the collective genius of teams. And what's true of any good team 
whether that's a marriage, a friendship, a collaboration, two companies working together, is that you don't accomplish twice as much together. You could accomplish a hundred or a thousand times as much. And so I've just I've always loved the idea of collaboration. And when leaders get healthy, and then you put those folks together to create a healthy team, I mean, creative explosions happen. And so truthfully, I can't live out my calling alone. You can't live out your yeah. calling alone. You guys listening, you can't live out your calling alone. And maybe for a second, it feels like you can, but even something that seems solitary, like a book, there's so many people that are involved in one of my books to make it any good. Mm -hmm. I could do it by myself, but it just wouldn't be very good. And that's truly not living out my calling in that way. And so um, I'm crazy enough to believe that we need other people. Um, also, the collective gifts that people come to the table with. I mean, some of the videos that Suze makes. I love doing this podcast with somebody else. Uh, and it would just be kind of flat, I feel like, if, if I did this myself or if you did it yourself. Um, coaching, I love being on a team with different specialties mm -hmm. that are represented. We can minister to more and more people and, and hone different gifts. Um, and then, of course, with team, that gives us some freedom and flexibility. Uh, you're about to head on sabbatical. Probably as you listen to this, guys, David will probably be on sabbatical or just coming back. And to be able to have time to be able to take up slack for other people as well. I just love team and we're a decentralized team and we're also a side hustling team. And so we have some unique dynamics, but that's truthfully, that's the way the world is moving. That's um, the decentralized piece, the side hustles. And um, the last piece of team, honestly, David, is that a lot of people in nonprofit and ministry work are underpaid and just trying to figure out how to provide for their family. They have tons of meaning and very little money and maybe just barely enough to slide by. And so we want to raise people up to their calling and also to be paid for it, to be paid fair wages, to become coaches, consultants, uh, speakers, content creators, and, uh, and ultimately not pull them away from their calling and away from their vocation, but allow them to stay within it. And so we call it the 20% rule. So uh, I feel incredibly passionate about helping leaders make maybe that extra 20% income that can help them do what God's called them to do. Well, and I'll say this, like you are not coming at it from a scarcity mindset. And that's something I, I so appreciate that when you're kind of working in this more gig economy of finding consulting um, roles, coaching clients, things like that, it can be really easy to kind of hoard that for yourself because it's real. You know, there's financial realities and you're starting a side business now a full um, uh, business, which is scary, but you are inviting team because you so believe in this principle of health and impact that you want to extend that beyond just yourself, but you want to extend that into our lives and then the kind of influence that we can have um, through our own coaching and consulting and things like that. And part of the reason that God put me on this earth is to raise other people up to their callings, like literally to invite them into their calling and help them uncover how they're uniquely designed. And so I get to do that on a team as well. And the encouragement, the affirmation, um, we get to celebrate each other's wins. And sometimes on Slack, somebody will put out a win that really has nothing to do with our bottom line at Stay Forth Designs, but we just need to share it with somebody else. And so uh, I love being able to watch other people win and to be able to, um, you know, to do some consulting together, uh, you and I, David, and then sometimes for you to kind of take that on your own and do that, it makes more sense sometimes to physically do that together. Sometimes apart, I love taking people on trips with me and I just don't like to do ministry alone. I don't think it's a good idea. Um, I think it's dangerous uh, to do it alone, but I also think it's ineffective and just kind of flat uh, to do it alone. So man, I just, I love team and we just have an incredible team just to brag on our team here. 
I mean, obviously my wife is the best part of the team. Let's just be honest about that. She leads our Enneagram division. Uh, but man, just so fun to be on a team and see everybody just as the water level rises. That's the abundance mentality. As the water level rises, every boat rises. Um, and unfortunately, as the water level lowers and um, we all face losses, then everybody faces those together. And so actually we're doing mastermind gatherings and we're doing mastermind dinners and masterminds are part of our experiences because we actually believe the collective genius of leaders working together. Those are people in the same field in our city. And many times you could argue, wait, aren't they taking business away from each other? But we want to work with people that have the abundance mentality, not the scarcity mentality. So Alan, this is a big decision to go full time. Um, there's a lot that I'm sure Julie and you processed, a lot of things to consider, a lot of responsibilities. Um, what were some kind of major uh, fears or risks that you guys had to process through together uh, before making this decision? The number one risk is just the unknown. We're just afraid of change because we're afraid of loss we're afraid of the unknown. And so I really had to grieve a lot of the things that I would be losing as I stepped out of my role of being a shepherd or a pastor in a local church. I mean, that's real. That's hard. And I, I've loved being a pastor. I'm not the traditional pastor uh, and yet have been loved very well by a group of people, given a lot of freedom. Uh, and just to grieve those losses, I think the second was perception. I feared the perception that I would be taking the easy way out or leaving ministry. And God and others had to remind me, I'm not leaving ministry. I'm actually heading into the ministry that I'm more uniquely designed for and lifting me up to kind of a different vantage where I could work with different types of leaders, more leaders. Not that more is better. It's just that that's what this season looks like. Uh, and then the third, which is real, are the finances. I mean, as you take the jump, the finances are no joke of a family of six and um, it was a stretch. And so I had a couple contracts that didn't work out. And if you're in business, you know that when the contract, you're betting on it and doesn't work out, that's just hard, man. And so there were a couple of those that I was facing for the last season and kind of sometimes a hit to the confidence. Um, but really in this season, um, leaning in and so actually getting to write a book right now, kind of edit and ghostwrite a book for an incredible ministry. And, uh, and so seeing God's provision in that way has been incredible. But um, the fear of finances is real. I have a responsibility to to my family. I have a responsibility to God, and uh, I'm going to steward that well. Uh, and just to see that maybe our our years of working out of debt and being debt free have, have actually allowed us to take this jump. And uh, I love where we're heading. <laughs> I love that I get to do this, but I just saw it happening differently. And we really, truly had to had to go to the depths of my fears, and I had to grieve those losses um, heading into this next season. So as you head into this next season, what are you most excited about? Because it gives you some margin to explore when it becomes full-time and this is what you do day in and day out. Um, what are you most excited about as you give more and more time toward Stay Forth? I'm excited about recording 20 podcasts a week with you. Oh Let's my just do gosh. it all week, all week long. Maybe we should talk about that off the air. I just dry heaved. <laughs> so, sorry about that. We'll, guys, we'll talk later. No promises here. Um, I'm excited about putting my best time and energy and effort throughout the week uh, into this one area of helping leaders get healthy and reach more impact. I mean, when you hear these stories, it's like hearing a baby laugh. Like it is just crack for your soul. I mean, it is incredible. When you're doing what you're designed to do, you're seeing an impact 
and you're saying, I can't believe that I get to do this. And so the coaching sessions, consulting times to be a little bit more free in that sense to focus in hard on this. Now it's super hard work. Now don't, don't get the idea that we just kind of like sit around and, you know, drink cappuccinos all day. And while that does sound pretty nice, that's not um, what it is. It's, it's real. And we have to make sure that enough income is, is coming in. We have to monetize our time properly and correctly, but um, to follow your passion with, you know, most of your week has been incredible and the opportunities it's opened up. Um, and then I think the second thing is I'm excited to be giving more time to the experiences our stay forth experiences that we talk about, whether it's for pastors and church planners, whether it's for females and our team taking that on, whether it's these mastermind groups and mastermind processes. Um, that's the area that takes a lot of time and energy. And we just haven't been able to attend to it um, in this season as much as we want to in the future. And we're heading there. So, man, those are the things um, I feel like a kid in a candy store some days when I think about I wake up and I get to focus around making leaders better making leaders shine all week long. Um, it's a it's a pretty incredible feeling and it's worth um, the risk and, and some of the stress of jumping out there. It is terrifying in the truest sense. So as, as folks have listened along with the podcast, they've gotten glimpses of what you do, what Stay Forth does, um, the things that you kind of have your your fingers and your hands in. And um, But for those who, who might want more of a complete picture, how would you describe a month in the life of Alan Briggs through Stay Forth? What does a month look like for you in all the things that you do? It's definitely not every day or maybe even every week, but I think a typical month looks like giving some time to speaking, to actually training leaders, teams, audiences, groups in their context and, and speaking. I do love teaching, but it's in the lens of training and equipping. Uh, the second is coaching. I love whether it's face-to-face -face or Zoom calls, actually pulling the best out of leaders, showing them tools and, and helping them win. Another one is content creation. Uh, I'm a writer, and so not only have I written books, but I love taking tools, taking something that I hear that everybody's talking about or a question people answer on my Facebook page and turning that into a blog post that in a short amount of time can add a lot of value. Um, this is content creation, so I love having these conversations with people. Um, I love the connecting and networking piece, and so I do a lot of that in the course of a month. I believe in collective genius, so somebody talks about somebody or an idea, and I say, i got to go connect with them. And um, leaders are so accessible today compared to what they have been in the past. And so I, I do spend a lot of time in those connective environments um, and then, of course, I mean, it goes without saying, um, making sure my time with my family and rest and personally staying healthy, um, that we're being wise about that. And I absolutely love getting date nights with my wife and we plan weekends away from time to time, just making sure that our marriage is strong so we can give um, from that place. And uh, probably the last one is consulting. I love um, sitting with teams and helping them get over a barrier to figure out what their next jump is, their next right step. Um, and to bring some clarity to that situation and to, to be able to, you know, go the distance uh, long haul, long after I'm out of the way. And so um, between that, I, I train our team as needed. And so there's real time conversations that you may hit in a coaching session, David, or onboarding our new coaches, um, having the right conversations that we need to be having, training the team so we can most effectively equip you on the other end. We, we love doing that. So in the course of month, that's what it looks like. Uh, I want to continue to Sabbath well, I want to continue to have fun and play and, and rest and 
um, a lot of that going on this summer for us, an inordinate amount. Uh, you know, I think we, we work really hard nine months a year and then, um, you know, three months a year, we get more of an opportunity to play. So I'm pumped about that. A lot of good time, uh, camping, my boys and I love off-roading, going to the mountains, um, hoping to get back into fishing a little bit more, uh, in this season as well. So, uh, maybe that's a good picture of a month. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, discernment when you make a decision like this can be difficult and, um, it can be hard to wade through as you discern with Julie, uh, taking these next steps and making stay forth a full-time, full-time thing for you. But as you went through this discernment process, I'm guessing you learned something about yourself in the process. That's usually where we learn a lot about ourselves. So as you went through this decision, uh, what did you learn about yourself? Well, Julie and I teach the Enneagram together. One of the things I know about my number seven is that we're sort of trying as hard as possible to avoid pain and loss and anything that makes us feel stuck. Um, and what I know is that I need to push into that and I need to lean into that. And so um, I learned more about my desire to want to pull away from pain and even fear, maybe acknowledge that it's not there, but how much I need to lean into it. And so in this season of change, that before I can get super excited about the next season, I actually need to sit with the losses and grieve that and think through those things. Um, also learn that I want to move on to the end now. I want to say, oh, it's going to be amazing. Uh, and yeah, parts of it really are. But actually, to, to make a balanced decision, um, I need to see the parts that are going to be really hard. And so I uh, tend to be in my flesh really quick to make a decision based on an idea or an emotion, but just to slow down, to sit with it. Um, and I think the last thing um, that I learned is that wise counsel is so needed in our lives. I mean, the fears that I had, I would talk to somebody else and they would affirm and say, yeah, that's a fear to pay attention to, but make sure that it doesn't win. And they would encourage or they would affirm. And um, I've just, I mean, everything that I've always said about mentoring and coaching and wise counsel really came back to benefit me in this season. I realized, yeah. Yeah. man, this isn't just something I talk about. Like this is something that I need or I'm going to make some foolish decisions or not see the full picture. So I'm just so grateful. If you're listening and you've walked alongside and asked me hard questions and encouraged and affirmed and had late night porch conversations, I just want to say thank you because you've helped me make a good decision, not an easy one, but a really good decision. Uh, and I don't think I could have done that without wise counsel around me. So to wrap this up, Alan, how can folks help support stay forth or receive training or receive more information about Stay Forth and what you do. Yeah, head to stayforth.com. Just start there. You can get a picture of what we do and it launches over to the podcast and you can get a glimpse of the experiences I was talking about. And that's the best way to see what we do as a team uh, overall. Again, I don't want to just make this jump about me. And so while um, this is a jump that I am taking, I want to invest in all the different areas of our team and all the different people on our team uh, to help them win. And when they win, that means that they're meeting your needs, that they're helping you win in your context. And so um, head head to the Stay Force site and there's a link there. You can email me um, off that button. It'd be really easy uh, to connect, um, ask a question, give a thought. If you are interested in coaching, I love walking alongside of hungry leaders. It's not right for everybody, but it, if you're hungry and you're on a growth curve, um, maybe I'm the right fit. Maybe one of our other coaches is. Um, but I'm really loving the content that our team is putting out on our blog right now. We put out at least a blog post a week right now. And we just feel like that's collective wisdom from the team 
Um, we move in, in and out of different specialties. I write about kind of whatever stuff I'm curious about or hearing patterns about these days. But yeah, I would love for you to shoot me an email, um, track along with our blog posts, and um, we'll be releasing some stuff. We can't quite share now, but we'll be releasing some exciting stuff in the near future um, that you can just pay attention to. And we also have all kinds of leadership tools, written some eBooks. I write about writing and the writing process, um, about health and longevity in the eBook um, called The Right Side Up leader. And um, yeah, just start there. But uh, we'll continue to have these conversations. David and I are going to keep bringing you really good content, uh, but we want to meet your specific leadership pain points. And so um, always, we want to know if there's something you want to talk about here, a guest you want to have. Um, we don't just want to be talking at you, we want to be talking with you as much as possible. So um, yeah, I just want to reiterate that. Make sure that we can serve you. And we know what you're wrestling with. So we can make this podcast as relevant as possible. Yeah. And to make that really practical, um, there's a way that you can connect with us on the website, stayforth.com. So um, reach out to us. Uh, tell us what you're learning from this podcast. We'd love to hear how some of these topics have impacted you and affected you. Also, some ideas of guests or topics that are interesting to you right now in the season, um, important conversations that you think we should be having. Um, we'd love to hear about that so we can continue to, to bring you more and more practical content. But I can say, Alan, that I'm extremely excited about this season for you and Julie and the kids. Um, you are made for this. You're wired for this. Uh, it's completely evident. Anyone who's met you um, just sees you. Um, kind of oozing these things out, no matter what you do, no matter what role you found yourself in, you are going to go after these things with your whole heart. And so to see your life align with this calling in such a, a tangible, practical way has been so just cool to see from the outside. And it's had a huge impact on me, um, helping me become a coach, helping me become a consultant, doing this podcast with me. So I'm super thankful for you submitting to this calling in your life. Um, it's not hard or it's not easy to make these decisions. Um, but, uh, I, I love that you're going through this discernment process and, and hearing from God and, and moving forward in that. Again, we're thankful for you as our listeners for following along and listening to us. For those of you who have shared subscribed, written reviews. We're super, super thankful. It helps get these conversations in more and more earbuds. But we'd also encourage you, if you haven't, to do that, to subscribe. It, it'll um, give you a notification every time we come out with a new episode each week. Um, it'll keep you up to date on that. If you write a review or rate us on iTunes or whatever platform you're on, it helps us with all the algorithm nonsense to more, get in front of more and more leaders um, so that they can listen to these crucial conversations. So with that in mind, uh, thank you. And we'll continue to bring you more and more conversations. And so we'll see you in the next episode. So long.